Well, the last couple of weeks, Brother George has been on that we've been, a lot of us being uh, attacked by Satan with our past. But for the last couple of months, he hasn't been attacking me about my past. He's just been attacking. And quite frankly, I'm sick of it. <laughs> and I know our church body is in a... Protect this house. We have a great thing going here, and we need to protect it. Each and every one of us, not just Brother George or Brother Doug or our teachers, but each and every one of us, we have a responsibility to each and every other person, every other Christian in here, and to ones we work with and everywhere else, that we need to stand up and protect this house. And it starts here, and it goes out there. It doesn't just stay here. It's not inside these walls. It's outside. All right? We got to get with it. All right? I'm a little fired up today at... This was a struggle, you know, and I, I'm going to apologize to you all about the rain because it's probably my fault it rained so much because because God gives us a way out of our sin, and if it was been them good, cold, frosty mornings, I would have been in a deer stand. So I, it's probably my fault it rained. But uh, protect this house. What does that mean? What does that mean to each and every one of you? Because our Christian service starts where? At home with you and at your house, and then it comes here. You need to protect what we have, each and every one of us. Go ahead and just go to Nehemiah. And Satan comes at us, and and what it says in Psalms Psalms 2, verse 4, is it says God laughs. You know, man tries to attack God in so many ways, and God just laughs at him. You know, he says, you're in derosion. He ridicules them for attacking him. You know, they, it means nothing to God that you attack him, that people attack him. It does not mean nothing. He laughs at it. He scoffs at it. It's nothing. All right? And this is what they are. The Jews, did, the Jews didn't even know they had enemies, didn't even have any enemies until they started building this wall right here. And then what happens with us when we start moving and we start growing our church starts growing, lives start being changed, we start getting attacked. And it's not just with our past, it's with just junk in general. He just attacks, 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 and attacks. He's trying to get us discouraged, trying to get us to look at look at ourselves and everything else and to let that fear creep in so that we won't... Because if he can let the fear creep in, we're done. He don't have to wage any war against us, we're done. Because fear paralyzes us, period. It says, but so it happened when Sambalot heard that they were rebuilding the wall that he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. He was mad just because they were building the wall. Nothing else, just mad because they were building the wall. And he spoke before his brethren in the army of Samaria and said, what are these feeble Jews doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in one day? Will they revive the stones from the heaps of rubbish stones and that are burned? He called them feeble Jews. How many of us get beat down and think, I'm nobody? He does it. Satan does that to us a bunch. And if he can get us to thinking that we're no good, there's no, we don't. There's going to be no war because he's got us. All right? Now, Tobiah the Ammonite <clears throat> was beside him and said, Whatever they build, if even a fox goes upon it, he will break down their stone wall. Hear, O God, for we are despised. Turn the rep- This is Nehemiah praying. This is just, this is just like... Ne- Nehemiah was a great leader. 
Well, why was he a great leader? Because he had great faith in God and because he knew to go pray. Just like Brother George, Brother Doug are our great leaders. They know to pray and go to God, all right? Even when everything's coming against them, hear, O God, hear, O our God, for we are despised. Turn the reproach on their heads and give them as plunder to the land of captivity. Do not cover their iniquity and do not let their sin be blotted out from before you. For they are provoked. They have provoked you to anger before the builders. And here's the good one. This is this is where it all starts. So we built the wall, and the entire wall was joined together, up to half its height. For the people had a mind to work. All right. We kind of hit on this a little bit down there in our class about having a mind to work, and and being disciples with our small groups. If you're not involved in the small groups. You want to grow spiritually. You want to grow as a Christian. You want to you want your faith to get bigger. You need to be in the small groups. We have plenty of classes. Great teachers. Ryan and them's a great teacher. On over to Randy. I think Tanner taught in the other class today. There's many many opportunities to work. <clears throat> they had a mind to work. Go ahead. Now it happened. Sambalot, Tobia, the Arabs, the Ammonites, the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were being closed, were being beginning to be closed. We talked about this in class too. Jamie, Jamie, this is one of her favorite things is the gaps being closed, standing in the gaps. We all have to, <laughs> we have got to stand in those gaps for each other. When someone's struggling, we got to be ready to go and jump in that gap. And we need to stand in that gap for our families and fight. Do not let Satan come in. Moms and dads, Parents, grandparents, it's up to us, it's up to you to keep Satan from getting into your family. It's not up to the church, it's up to you and your spiritual walk. And all of them conspired together to come and attack Jerusalem and create confusion. Nevertheless, we made our prayer to our God, and because of them, we set a watch against them day and night. When's he attacking us? Most of the time. All the time. But a lot of times, when somebody is guard, when your guard's down, and he's going to come at you at night, all right, or when we sleep, all right, we can't afford in this church to slow down, all right. We have got to fight the good fight. We got to keep going. We got to stay together, and we got to keep moving and keep fighting, and cannot stop. <clears throat> then Judah said, "The strength of the labors is failing, and there is." So much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. <clears throat> rubbish. So much rubbish. All right. Earlier when Nehemiah, when he started this, you know, first he had favor with the king. And then, and Rusty and I rode around. And this, this was the blessing from the last two days of rain for me is Rusty and I just rode around for the last two days, like six or seven hours both days. And, uh, we were talking and talking about, you know, preaching and talking about what I was going to preach about today. And uh, we were talking. And Rusty reminded me that, you know, when Nehemiah started this, he got the priest to start building on the gate first, you know, to show them to, the, that they were going to be out there and serve, all right? That's what Brother George and Brother Doug do and all of our teachers, you know, Great leaders are great servers. <clears throat> and our adversary said they will neither know nor see anything till we come into their midst and kill them and cause the work to cease. 
So it was when the Jews who dwelt near them came, they told us ten times. Ten times they told them. That sounds like a lot of our stuff. You can't do that. What are you doing? What are you thinking? You can't do it. Ten times they told them. From whatever place you turn, they will be up on us. <laughs> That's kind of the way life seems sometimes. The last couple of months, it doesn't matter. It's every few days I'm sitting there, me and Candy, we're looking and listening and just talking to each other. And we say, well, I wonder what's going to happen today. <laughs> you know, wonder what's gonna, what he's going to attack us with today. Because what, what kind of got all this ball rolling was uh, what, back in October, we had some junk happen and just, man, I was sitting there and, Years ago, it's like 10 years ago, I started reading Job, okay? And then something happened, okay? Kind of tragic, just junk in my life that happened, okay? So I said, well, I'm not reading Job. I made it to chapter 21. I said, that's it, I'm done. Well, then, you know, years went on. I got the courage. I said, well, I'm going to do it again. You know, and man, made it chapter 16 this time. Boy, something else tragic in my life happened. And I was like, fine, I'm done with you. I'm not picking up Job. I'm not going to read it. No more. That's it. I'm tired of it. But then, <laughs> this, is, this is the great part about our youth. And then God, you know, allows me to be down there and gives me that opportunity to, to speak to the youth. And I read Luke 14 where it's talking about being, and it starts in 25 and it goes on through 35, and it talks about being that, that being, are you going to be a stone for building a church? Are you going to be a warrior for fighting the enemy? Or are you going to be the salt of the earth? Man, I sit there and I read that and I told Candy, I said, you know, I said, He's telling me to study Job again. <laughs> but he's also, you know, I think telling me that me and you both need to do it. And I was sitting there going, you know, <laughs> pretty two rough patches, and I really don't want to do that, you know. But, but <laughs> salvation is free. Here's the kicker. Is that enough for each and every one of you? Is that all you want? Discipleship cost. Okay? So, sure enough, I got into studying Job, and I have my study Bible and <clears throat> that breaks a whole bunch of it down, and I'm studying it. And the, the first thing the guy says, and he reads my favorite verse out of Job, which is Job 28, 28. And... The first thing he says is he asks his wife, he goes, well, I wonder how many attacks, how much stuff is going to happen to us while I, while I write this study over this book of Job. And he doesn't go on and list everything, but he said you can't even imagine the attacks that he went through just to write that book, that study book over Job. <laughs> Candy and I, we're studying and we're going through it and, you know, and we're doing it on our own separately, and uh, but we're talk about it. And man, Job has some good friends, <laughs> really good friends. And 
me and her both things just all of a sudden, man, it's just bam, 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 you know, and I'm thinking, man, she looks at me and she goes, we got to get done with this. <laughs> and I said, I know, I said, I'm trying, you know, and, and I, I was start, starting to read two or three chapters a day and then I go through it and read it in my book and study it and study it and, and, uh, you know, and then it's like the other day, we got up here last Sunday, and Doug, he first thing he says, he goes, well, you ready to preach next Sunday? And I said, well, I reckon, but he hadn't given it to me yet. So I was kind of figuring, you know, y'all was going to get Job. And the last time that I preached, I fought it, and I fought it, and I fought it until finally Friday morning before I was going to preach, and then he gave it to me, you know, when I finally got over that hump of where I was supposed to go so he could tell me exactly what he wanted me to preach about. So Monday morning I got up, and... I'd noticed the week before, every time I'd open my Bible, every time I'd open my study Bible, it was it was automatic. It was going to Nehemiah chapter 4. So I, you know, I got up and I opened it and I said, okay. <clears throat> so I said, Nehemiah is what we're going with. But this week, I'm telling you, the devil, I, I noticed it. I noticed, really noticed it yesterday and today. The devil, for some reason, did not want this message out there. I mean, he has tried to get me, the devil himself has tried to get me on something else instead of what needed to be preached today. So today, we're going to start, we're going to do something. And if y'all were here, with the ones that were with me at the uh, Mission Hot Springs in that first Monday night, we had a little deal. I said, who? And they said, Jesus. All right? So when I say who, we're going to yell Jesus. All right? We're going to blow Satan out of here and get him going, and let's go on and, and praise God. Who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. All right, let's go. Because we all, we Christians today, we need to have a rally cry. We need to have a cry to battle, to go to battle and let Satan know we are here and so that he can leave and know that his plot has been brought to nothing. All right? Therefore, I position men behind the lower parts of the wall, the openings, and I set the people according to their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. Men and women in here, moms and dads, you need to be setting that example. We've got to set the example as adults to our teenagers, to our young kids that are downstairs and the ones that are up here so that they know how to worship Jesus Christ. They know how to, to stand up, to pick up their sword and go to battle with Satan. All right, get on their hands and knees and pray like we do up here and not be ashamed to get up here and pray for each other, all right? And I looked and arose and said to the nobles, to the leaders and the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, great and awesome, and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. That's who we're fighting for is our sons, our daughters, our brothers and sisters in Christ. When Satan is attacking them, we need to be running. When Scott back there was getting attacked, we need to be running to help him out, to pray for him, and to lift him up. And it happened when our enemies heard that it was known to us that God had brought their plot to nothing, that all of us returned to the wall, everyone to his work. So it was from that time on that half of my servants worked at construction while the other held spears and shields and bows and wore armor, and the leaders were behind all of the house of Judah. This is one of my favorite verses. Those who built on the wall and those who carried burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked at construction and the other hand they held a weapon. All right. We are not only just to 
build our church, but we are to defend our church. You need to defend your faith. You need to defend it against Satan and his demons because they are coming to steal, kill, and destroy. It's, he, is, he does not care. I'm telling you, does not care about nothing. He wants to steal it. I don't care if it's your joy of going deer hunting. He wants to take it away. I mean, anything. You know, and that weekend of October, I didn't go hunting that Saturday because some junk in our life that we, that's, that we had to deal with that day. And I was sitting there going, you know, he's just stealing my joy today. And, it, man, it made me mad. I told Candy, I said, I don't know if God's going to be, give me the chance to kick him, but I want to kick him in the last of the end of the days. I want to kick him hard. <laughs> you want to kick him? I wanted to kick him. You want to kick him? You do God's work. Be willing to be willing to stand up and be ready because the sacrifices you're going to have to make a sacrifice. All right, salvation is free. Discipleship comes at a cost. It's going to cost you something. You need to stand up, stand strong because he's just like Job. He's wanting to use you as a weapon to silence Satan. Period. Be that weapon. <clears throat> Every one of the builders had his sword girded at his side. He built as he built. And with one sounded the trumpet, and the one that sounded, go back to that one, and the one who sounded the trumpet was beside me. All right? Where's Tanya at right there? All right, Tanya and Jerry. Tanya sounded that trumpet in class this morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The next verse is the kicker. Then I said, it may be the next one. Then I said to the nobles, the rulers and the rest of the people, the work is great and extensive and we are separated far from one another on the wall. Whenever you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us there, our God will fight for us. <laughs> That's a big one. All right. Many, many times a day we sit and we think that, man, you know, we're just here. And that we have no help. And as soon as you start looking at the problem through your own eyes, instead of through God and his eyes and his salvation, that's where the problem is. Quit looking at it through your own eyes and look at it through God's eyes. And let's move on and get behind our God will fight for us. That's, that should be our rally cry. When Tanya needs help with those with the foster kids and stuff that... That's going on. That's her rally cry. She's rally, She's making that, blowing that trumpet, and we need to rally to her. The same thing goes with somebody else loses a family member. We need to be rallying to support. All right, that rally cry is a big thing. So we labored and worked, and half of the men held spears from daybreak until the stars. At the same time, I also said to the people, "Let each man and his servant stay at night in Jerusalem, that they may." Be our guard by day and a working party, our guard by night and a working party by day. There it is again. It's at night. We can't afford to go to sleep, y'all. I mean, I don't care if it's from the gospel project to the student impact to the fruitful servants to the angel tree. There's 25 kids back there on that angel tree that we need to be rallying around. And it ain't their fault they need it, all right? 
we as Christians, we are blessed. Blessed. <laughs> you know, I mean, my goodness. John T. gets to go fishing all the time. He is blessed. <laughs> he, may not, he may not enjoy the people he takes all the time, but he is blessed. You know, I get to go hunting probably more than I should. I'm blessed. You know, it's not just, we are not just fighting for each other in here or this church or this city. It's our nation. Our nation needs us to stand up and fight. We need to go out there in the rubbish and start picking up the stones and start building a wall. That wasn't no small task that he took on there. That wall was two and a half miles, I think, long altogether. It had 38 watchtowers. It was 39 feet tall, 8 feet thick, and 8 gates. It wasn't no small task that they took on. They built that wall in 42 days because they had a mind to work. They had a heart to pray. They had an ear to hear. And that gave them the victory. A lot of us need some victory today. You need victory, you're going to have to stay in that fight. Stay in that fight. Silence Satan and his demons for the good. So neither I, my brethren, so neither so neither I, my brethren, my servants, nor the men of the guard who followed him took off our clothes, except everyone took them off for washing. They didn't take any time off. I mean, they they stayed ready. Stay ready. The only way we can stay ready today is to keep this right here. So so when when you study something in the gospel project. And the next day, someone asks you about Esau, which you studied the day before, that you taught a lesson on the day before. That's not a coincidence, y'all. When you studied something in Sunday school class, and then the next day at work, someone asks you about it, it's not a coincidence. It's fresh on your heart. So you can ex- tell them exactly what they needed to hear, exactly what God wanted you to tell them, to be in that position. Go ahead and... Go to First Thessalonians. Remember when I talked about the trumpet? For the Lord Himself will defend from he- will descend from heaven with a shout. Who? Yeah. All right, y'all with me? With the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. And my daughter was supposed to be here with the trumpet, but she she didn't make it. And the dead in Christ will rise first. All right. Are you listening? Because I catch myself all the time. And I see a lot of people. I'm not the only one because there's lots of people that take pictures of uh, the pretty sunrises and sunsets. And Dwayne, I had to send him a picture this week and pick on him a little bit because that's just how Dwayne and I work together. And uh, (laughs) it was pretty funny. George is the only one that likes to play jokes. Uh, Then we who are alive... And remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Where are you going to be at? Where are you going to be at when you hear that, that shout? 
the voice of the archangel and that trumpet. And the dead in Christ shall rise and those that remain are carried to be with the Lord in the air. Where are you going to be? Are you going to be picked up by those angels and carried up there? Or are you going to be sitting right here wondering what happened? You have a choice. Somebody in here needs to make that choice today. You need to be looking and I love looking at the sky. Are you listening? Are you listening for that voice, that shout? I am. And I hope you are. Christy, if y'all want to come on up. George George may have something to say here in a minute. You have a choice to make. Are you willing to make that sacrifice and to be a disciple? If he's hit on you today and you need to make that decision, don't be sitting here when we hear when you hear the shout, that voice of the archangel. Don't be left here. I look forward to that day of being picked up and carried by an angel to the Lord. I know it's quick. The Lord can do more in five minutes right now than I could in 20 minutes of preaching or 45 minutes of preaching. The Holy Spirit can do more if you'll allow him.